Hey everybody, it's me, Kendo, your homie, your good friend, and your GM here at Tales Yet Told. Thank you all for listening. As always, this episode is essentially just going to be a recap of every episode we've had until now, from the prologue all the way to episode 12. It's been a while since we've listened to the main story, so I just thought that this would be a helpful little tool to get everybody caught up. It's essentially just a, like, collation of all of the other, like, previous ons, uh, and, like, other, like, mini recaps you know that you hear usually at the beginning of an episode i've just put them all together did some minor editing to make it flow a little better uh, and add some music for some nice cool listening uh so yeah that's essentially all this is going to be um feel free to skip this episode if you already know what's up uh and or, or listen to it if you don't you know that's uh, completely your choice um so yeah go ahead and do that the oh uh, episode 13 the episode that comes after the last episode that happened uh will be coming out tomorrow january 12th rather than today because this came out today so yeah that's that uh all right well we'll be talking to you very very soon and i hope you enjoy this or at least find it useful dorothy is a very small seven-year-old like has not hit her growth spurt yet she's dressed up as a little pepper shaker for halloween um but there's not a salt shaker to be seen dakota is about you know pretty pretty tall for their age they're about five nine they are pretty muscular build they're always kind of active always kind of you know outside along with uh, adorning a ferris bueller costume in her trash can sits a medium-sized salt shaker costume. I think like in the like reflection in the mirror, we can see kind of like the desk or table uh, that's uh, behind uh, behind her. And on top of it uh, is a flyer. On the front part of this pamphlet reads uh, All Hollows Weed. Inside of this pamphlet is a drawn like map. Well, are my two girls ready to go out and uh, get some trick-or-treating done? We have to go trick-or-treating now? Yes! Uh, and uh, Christopher comes down. Well, of course, I w- we weren't just going to have the two of you dress up just to sit here at home. You got to go trick-or-treating. Be kids. He uh, starts to hand you uh, the flashlight and says, Take care of this, all right? Keep it close to you. Okay. I, I, won't, I won't lose it. All right. Hey, Dakota, make sure she's safe, okay? Yeah, I yeah, I got you. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna look at Dorothy and go. Okay, so you remember how we got here, right? Um, no. Yeah. I don't know if I can get back home by myself because it's kind of dark and I don't know what blocks are still. They're kind of confusing. Now let them know that I walked you home, though. Okay. Otherwise, they're gonna be really mad at you. Oh, okay. Dorothy's just gonna start walking after Dakota. Yeah, I think Dakota just like kind of uh, takes uh, their phone out and puts a flashlight on so they can kind of see ahead of them and just starts running. Uh huh. Okay. Um, yeah, just kind of just kind of straight ahead. They know where they're going. You keep walking in the direction uh, that you all came from. You seem to be getting further into the woods rather than out of it. Dakota is gonna see you know that light and just start sprinting towards it, hoping. You know, recognizing it as a business, hoping that someone has a phone, Dakota sprints through the front door of that building. Uh, welcome to the diner. Uh, how can I, can I, uh, what can I get for you? Can I get you started with some, uh, some water or 
Uh, the name's name's Walter. You can call me uh, Walt or Wally or uh, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat. You're a growing kid. You need to eat more than candy. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You guys can have some food, you know. And if you're worried about paying that much, you can just wash some dishes afterwards, and that'll, you know, you pay for it. Listen, uh, la- last last time I, uh, I I I, ex- I accepted some some food from from Dex. He, I sort of ended up in a position of uh, what you might call indentured servitude. Picks it up barehanded and like is holding it like upside down in his hand. He says, "You see that? That those good eats." And he puts it on the he puts it on the thing. He takes out a meat hammer and smashes it in front of you. I'm gonna bite him. (laughs) Ah! Damn it, Walter! And that's our cue. All right, Uh, we go now. All right, we go now. We go now. (laughs) I uh, I pull off the bike rack and I uh, I throw I, I kind of help Dorothy into the basket. I kind of pat my shoulders, looking at Walter. I don't know if a weasel can roll its eyes, but uh, if he if it can, he does <laughs> and and climbs aboard. As the car passes, you see the like it's this brown and white cruiser. There's some lights on top that aren't turned on, and along the side you see Sublime County Sheriff. I think I know a place. I'll uh, I'll tell you when to turn. In this opening in the woods, when you finally get to like the, the breaking part of this forest, uh, it opens up and there is this wooden cabin. It's so ominous. Um, you can see it's this like single floor wooden cabin with like an old like tin roof. Who is it? Uh, it. Uh, you don't. You don't know me. Uh, we're. We're just some kids. We're, we're, we're looking for a place to get out of the rain. Papa said I shouldn't talk to strangers. Oh, it's a, I, 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 know, I know your Papa. It's all right. Hi, I'm Carrie. So oh. I need to, is it okay if I, uh, if I use your phone real quick? To, just, so, just so they know that I'm safe and sound. Uh, well, I'm not supposed to go into Papa's room. You didn't tell me you had a candy toilet. He says, uh, man, you know, uh, Dorothy, that, that sister of yours is real, uh, Real piece of... Oh, Dakota's, real... Dakota's not my sister. Oh. And you hear the sound of someone picking up, and you just hear a voice on the other side go, Hello? It is not a voice you recognize. What's your name? My name's Edgar, did I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun. Can't wait to see you. And you hear the phone hang up. You do not find a gun, but you do find a hunting knife. The front door opens and you all see um, the sheriff. Where are you going in the storm, kid? We can find somewhere else, it's fine. It, no, you're fine. I still gotta make dinner anyway. I can just make some extra. There ain't no problem with it. You guys are gonna stay for dinner? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think so. I wanna make an offer. And that is? You know, as well as I do, these kids don't belong here. I want to help them get back home. Get back. Walter, they are here now. There's no change in that. Nobody has ever left Sublime County, and trying to escape in that way might lead to some unwanted attention. I mean, hell, you might end up like Walter. No offense, meant. Not much, much taken. Yeah, obviously, you don't want us here. 
you you said that we were, we were welcome here in your home, and you made it seem like we were welcome. And I even helped you make dinner, and yet you still don't want us here. Listen, kid, and he like tries to go to grab you, and I think that's when you toss in the uh, the stuff. I, I, I toss in the ammunition, I push him, and I start running towards the door. It explodes. His arm and face are like burned bad. Look, you and I both know there is a way out of here. I've found the messy way out. I'm not going to do it. But if there's a messy way out, that means that means there's a way out and I'm going to find it. As you run towards the front door, uh, the door locks like by itself. Oh, As you're like getting to the door, shit. you see Carrie like walking to the door. Her hair starts to float and she like reaches uh, a hand out to like telekinetically grab you and throw you against the wall. Can I go over and see about like opening that trap door? Absolutely, yeah. Great. When you see that there is a set of stairs underneath it that lead to like a basement level that's below. Hey, uh, hey, hey, sheriff! I got, I got, I got a couple of questions for you. Hey, <laughs> what, uh, Walter? Why is your kid a psychic monster? <laughs> B. What's in your hidden trap door? Walter, she is not my daughter, all right? She just, he gave her to me and I gotta take care of her. Carrie, there's a really weird car, I think, on the screen and it's purple, which I really like purple. It's a really cool cartoon. You should watch it with me. Looks like, uh, looks like things are calming down. Do you need medical attention? (sighs) Yes, Walter, I need medical attention. But he'll learn they're here soon enough. And if he finds them, finds all y'all, he'll give you a place to stay. I'm sure they ain't gonna like it. I hate to ask any more of you, but can we can we crash on your couch for the night? <laughs> <laughs> did you use the phone? Yeah. Um, you didn't talk to nobody, did you? Uh, there was someone there. They are looking for you, I think. It must have been the station or something, right? All right. Um, okay. I'll deal with that. I'm sorry. <sighs> Tomorrow. It's fine. It's fine. You notice that there is a picture frame. You see a picture of the sheriff um, and standing next to him is uh, another man. And it kind of looks like a wedding photo. The three of you wake up to the sound of a car engine oh. rumbling. Dakota, Dorothy, it's, 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 uh, it's morning. Dorothy is freaking out. Uh, yeah, you take a look through it. You see what looks to be tile flooring, like whizzing what? by. <laughs> what? Walter, you are driving through the hallways of Sublime County School for Lost Children. What do you see? What are you what are kind of whispering through like, the seat hole? There's a, we're in a school. Here's my idea. You let us out, you go for the break, and then I'll restrain her. How does that sound? Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll see what I can do. You pull this emergency brake and like the car goes into like a spin as like the front wheels of this like kind of just get pulled and like forced into a stop, the back wheel still going. I give to go to the gun. <laughs> I'm gonna put that to her head. Jesus! <laughs> oh, fuck. Put down that weapon at once. We were locked in the trunk of a car. 
get out of the car and come with me. We have much, we have a lot of paperwork that needs to be signed before you are to start classes. The three of you start slowly going up the stairs, following this large sheet man, leaving the wreckage of this Pontiac Firebird and the, and the half unconscious woman. Dorothy's gonna wander over as well, but she's gonna stop in front of Dakota and put her hand out for her bucket and her flashlight. Not not really making eye contact with Dakota, but just like demanding her stuff. Dakota doesn't see you. You hear a voice behind you that goes, um, what are you gonna name him? You turn around and it is Elsie. You're right, Elsie. It's just you and me. You and me. And we're gonna find, we're gonna find a place. They won't do anything, okay? I fucked it up for me, and I'm gonna fuck it up for her, too, and it's not her fault. Hey, 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 hey. You listen to me, okay? That kid, she will follow you to the ends of the earth if you want it. Uh, You see the double doors kind of open, and um, out walks this young girl. She is wearing... A green kind of like school uniform and in her hand she is holding uh, what looks to be a brown version of the same uniform that she's wearing right now it is my duty as principal to formally welcome you all to our esteemed Academy do you two believe you are ready to find your home? She put us in a car trunk. How else would she have gotten you here? This is all a this is all, all a mistake. They're, they're not uh, they're not they're not going here. Oh, Walter! I would assume that you would have learned by now, but of course you never change. I'm never getting out of here. I have accepted that, but they are. It's the last. It's the only good thing I'll ever do. Getting them out of here. Walter, you don't speak for both of us. I I don't want to go. I don't want to be here. I want to go back to the Abbots. I want to go with Walter. Miss Jackson, if you wouldn't mind, one of the children, as I'm sure you've noticed, has run off. If you wouldn't mind sending the hall monitor after her. Ah! Of course, Principal Ingram. Ah! All students, please report to your classrooms. All students, please report to your classrooms. The hall monitor is on the loose, and you wouldn't want to be caught outside of class. Walter, where has fighting gotten us so far? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know to tell you. I mean, it's, uh... I don't think violence is gonna get us anywhere. I think the last few times we fought has only made things worse. Let me go! You shouldn't be out here. Have you already been assigned a home? Yes. I have a home. I... And I'd want to go back to it. And the two of you walk <laughs> to the stairs to head up to the office. This girl here, and points to Dakota, is Dakota. The other girl ran away before I could give her her, her uniform. Edward goes, wait. What? But she said, Why would you listen to a child, you baboon? That you are, in fact, a student here. Why did you lie to me? I didn't. I'm not a student here. But you are. That, uh, that hall monitor you got seems, uh, it seems like a solid, solid dude. 
Yeah, seems like he would do anything to, to, to help, the, help the kids, you know? What are you implying, Mr. Walter? Take them to detention, now! Uh, to which Edward kind of steps between the three of you and him and goes, No! Baring his teeth. Edward, listen to me. Albert takes a step back. Edward takes a step forward. Albert goes to slap Edward again on the nose and Edward catches his arm mid-swing. You will not hit me again. Either uh, either you let us go or, you know, you, you, or, you, or you don't. And if you don't, I don't think Edward would like that. But you don't understand. And as he says that, the lights go out in the hallway. You see these same vines and moss growing over the body of Edward, who was standing between you and the principal. He is gripped tightly, frozen, unable to move, as these vines, in like an instant, grown up through the ground, around his body, holding his joint stiff. You see this look of panic on his face as he like, is trying to struggle against the vines that are still steadily growing up his body around and slowly making its way towards his neck. He's, he's here, he's here, look, look what you've done. If, if only you had just gone to class. I guess I wasn't wrong when I said this was gonna be fun. I don't like, I don't, I'm like actually taking psychic damage. <laughs> I'm gonna say as you go up to the vines to start pulling them off of him, you are able to pull off like two or three vines, but as you try to like throw them back, they sling out of your arm, wrap around your wrist, and then begin to continue to grow and start constricting your movement as well. I say, attention all students, there is a fire! Please evacuate to the hallways immediately! You know, I've gotten away from you for this long. <laughs> I'm gonna keep uh, getting away from you. And if it takes a fucking eternity of making your life live in hell, if that's what it takes, I'll do it. I'm gonna make a bold claim here, alright? I'm smarter than you. I'm a lot smarter than you. You think so? Then how about we test that? Yeah. I'll give you five minutes before I kill Dakota. Time starts now. Shit! One person runs out uh, from the group of them and you recognize her. She is the girl that you saw leaving the principal's office as you all were waiting for him. Uh, what are you guys doing? You're gonna get stuck too. Stop. I don't care. I'm not leaving Stop. without you. The three of you need to get out of here now. <laughs> Dorothy, are we leaving him? Go! Yes. You all walk. It's about maybe like a, a eighth of a mile down the road a little bit. And eventually you see like a sign sticking out of the side of the road that uh, says Sublime County Bus Stop. All right. Okay. Can we get in on the bus? Yeah, well, I guess we, I guess we wait. Do you really deep down want to be in that school? Do you want to become some antlered I creature? I won't as long as I do what I'm supposed to do. No, it might not be exactly what I want, but that's not what life is. You don't just get everything you want. Yeah, you fight for it. When we get on the bus, um, 
I'm gonna sit like I'm not gonna sit next to Dakota. I'm gonna sit like a row back or something. Like I'm gonna sit on my own seat <laughs> and look out the window. Skirts are so short and frilly. Yeah, but that's what girls wear. G- girls can't wear anything else. I mean, sorry. I, I mean, that's just what we were taught. Maybe I'm the type of person that wears pants. Then is that a problem? No, I didn't. Never said it was. I just thought it was strange. Kitcraft, leader of the rebellion, believes in this idea that the sublime is a simulation. And so the proposal made to you, once they finished building whatever contraption was necessary to enter the code of this of the sublime, and have you go in there and take them out. But at the time, you were like, "What? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is this nonsense? What? What? I think he's still kind of like, what? But." I'm as real as you or Walter or Dakota. Why do you think I'm not real? Because Dakota never sees you. And that's because I don't like Dakota very much, so I just hide. There's a sign just on the other side of the bridge that just says the Botanical Carnival. Hey, Lucy. Yeah. You ever decide uh, you, you're tired of uh, driving the same bus route for eternity? Well, uh, you know we'll, you know where we will be. Walter. Yeah. I will not be caught dead in the wildlands. I'm just gonna tell you that right up front. Um, but if you ever find your your if you ever find yourself back on my bus route, I'm sure I'll see you. Alright. You all can hear the sounds of well, the pretty typical sounds of a carnival. You see, at the botanical carnival we realize that ain't nothing more beautiful than our own humanity, you understand? Ain't nothing more beautiful than life worth living. You see, going alongside that, ain't nothing more valuable than secrets we gain during that life. So, instead of money, we take secrets. They deposit the seeds into like a little bucket that is behind the stand and you see it be dragged off of the stand and then like pulled up and over the stand by what looks like maybe an invisible wire. What does Elsie have to say? Elsie doesn't like you, so she doesn't want to say anything. Can she say why she doesn't like me? Yes. Why is that? I don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, who's, who's, who's Elsie? Elsie's my friend. Dakota turns to Walter and goes, imaginary friend. She's right here. So, uh, uh, Elsie, do you, uh, do you remember when, when, when you met, uh, when, when you met Dorothy? I, I just don't trust him. Okay. I, I think I do. Maybe you shouldn't. I say she doesn't want to talk about it. Oh. Dakota knows and feels deep down that they've been a really, really bad sibling. You're not bad, Dakota. I mean... I don't know about that. What makes you think you're bad? I seem to bring trouble everywhere I go. While while Walter's walking away, Dakota kind of scooches to the edge of the bench and kind of leaves a spot open between her and Marley if uh, Dorothy wants to sit there and kind of pats it and then looks away. Dorothy sits down on the ground. You can tell that with her other hand, she's kind of rubbing the base of uh, the horns that are growing out of her head. And now that you have like this kind of angle on it, you can most certainly tell that 
they're much larger than they were the previous night. If you want me to go home with you, the abbots, then that's what's gonna happen, okay? Okay, but don't you want to be there too? Yeah. And Dakota kind of like gestures, like leans into the both of them for them both to come very close. I don't like being a girl. There is, from Benny's hand, there is this, like, seed as large as Benny's hand, glowing with the light of, like, a light bulb. The two of them look at each other, look down at the seed, and look back at you and says, This will cover everything. Well, 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 you've got a ticket for the express! The Botanical Express! Hop aboard! Hey, uh, you know the, uh, you know the greenhouse I was, uh, telling you guys about earlier that I thought we should maybe not be in or near? Yes. It's, uh, it's right there. Frank, we want off now! As you try to stand up, vines grow out from the bottom of the cart and pulls you back into your seat, restraining you. From underneath the seam of where his head meets his neck, hundreds of spiders spill out from it and start crawling (laughs) over you. And they start like, you can like feel them crawling and starting to bite, take one harm. Train cars go like flying off into like deeper into the tunnel, sticking in places you hear the cacophonous like banging and slamming of pieces into the into the tunnel leaving dakota you are still in the front car it is grinded to a stop the lights still on illuminating part of the cavern in front of you around you are just bits and pieces of this train that have fallen apart and are like stuck in the web you hear the groans of agony from dorothy from walter from marley as they're all like stuck in the web struggling to get out and from deep inside of the tunnel you hear chittering tiny itsy bitsy chittering and you hear as tiny little feet along stone, along wood, and along vines make their way from deep in the tunnel towards you. And with the light of the train in front of you, you can see small black specks slowly making their way up and around, covering the entire circumference of this tunnel slowly making its way towards you, but that is not the worst thing. Seeing all of these spiders slowly beginning, and I mean hundreds upon hundreds of spiders slowly making their way here, that is not the worst part. The worst part is when the lights of the train illuminate the glossy, large, black eyes of a creature making its way towards you. You see four large gangly limbs creeping out from the darkness in front of you. And they aren't the carapace that you would normally expect from a spider. It is skin stretched along the lengths of large, arms stretching to their breaking point. You can see bits of black streaks of where eventually an exoskeleton may be. 
but they aren't there yet. You see fingers on each hand that split into two talons on each of the fingers as they are slowly making its way. You see tufts of hair-like spines along the arms and legs of this creature as it slowly makes its way towards you. And as you get a better look at it and the like, you see that the most of this body seems like it was human at one point, but not quite anymore. You see what looks like maybe a uniform, a brown uniform, similar to that that you've seen before. And you see as these arms and legs maybe spanning about 10 feet in length with skin stretched over it. And you see the large head of this beady-eyed girl. You see reflectionless in its large black eyes and six other eyes that round her head like a crown and a mouth covered in a large mandible-like jaw slowly make her way towards you. You see, she gets close, walking along her web, eyeing you curiously. The chittering noises of the other spiders around as they wait to see what she has to say. And she looks at you. She's maybe 10, 15 feet away from you, just staring. And you hear, You are the one. You are the one with the secrets. How about this? You give me your secrets. And instead of feeding you to my children, I only feed them. I'm assuming like the handbrake's like one of those ones like in the ground kind of, it kind of sticks up and they're gonna rip it out and kind of hold it up like a saber. Hey, uh, big freaky thing. What's your name? Rose. My name is Rose. Did you ever want to change back? That is why I must grow this garden. He's promised me. He wants his perfect little world and he doesn't care who he hurts to get it. You will help me trick him. Do you have any more specifics in mind or? uh... I do not know how, but you will help me come up with a way. There is this large bucket and it's filled with like clothes. And on the very top, you see a very strangely familiar button up. It was just a bit over a day ago when you saw Edward. I think that's Edward's shirt over there. Where? Where? Dakota, we're gonna die down here. Stranger in the wood, keeping peace and righteousness, his own perfect world. What is your point? I, I don't know. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe if we make the stranger's life uh, enough of a living hell, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we can get on some negotiating terms with them, huh? <laughs> we shall even the playing field. That's right. That's right. Okay, Walter. What'd you do to him? This was the most recent gift the stranger gave me. He is currently in the process of becoming a new form for my children. 
and she looks over towards the sack, which has just stopped writhing. Out flops Edward, the large German shepherd-headed man. Just like on the ground, there's like a moment of like stillness and like the body begins to like twitch and flail a little bit and like this weird contorting motions. That was my friend. He, he, you killed him. Why would you do that? Again, there's no emotion here. She looks at you and just very plainly says, my children needed a form. And this was his gift. Day where spiders belong. In the dark. Away from everybody. As soon as you call her a spider, she reaches out to grab you, Dorothy. Um, Dakota takes the the break and kind of also kind of runs at Edgar and tries to like like slash open the underneath of his stomach. Oh, awesome. You dodge out of the way as he is trying to jump onto you and you get him like right in the stomach and you cut deep into the side of his body and uh, you cut in deep, but there is no blood, only spiders. I have a plan. We should leave. I agree. Uh, That's a great plan. That's a great plan. How do we leave? What about this, uh, what about this light coming from the ceiling? Yeah, I mean, there's webbing all the way up to the ceiling. Like, you could potentially climb. I do want to do the thing with the fire, though. Okay. I think he gets a few pieces of firewood, like, burning, and then just sort of, like, starts spreading them around the room. She goes, she's coming, like, towards you with the speed of a furious spider. You, like, start running off towards, like, uh, like, off towards, like, the the middle of the room, like, going left. And then she quickly, like, with her extremely long appendages, goes out to grab you again. And you're able to slip out, but not before she grabs that flashlight from your hand. (gasps) Dakota turns after hearing, like, Dorothy, like, yell after getting hit and sprints and starts waving the brake, like, on fire, like, at Rose and yells, Everyone start climbing now! Rose, you're a person. You're not an animal. He made you that. She doesn't, she doesn't understand what it's like, but you can show her right now, act like a person. As you say that, she looks back towards you, uh, Walter, as you make this claim about her humanity. And as she looks back, there's also this moment of recognition of the fire that is quickly spreading in this cave. And she looks from you to the fire and then over to Edward. She just looks at you and says, leave and never return. And she climbs over uh, to where Edward is, picks uh, him up, and starts climbing out of the cavern, uh, making her way towards the ceiling. Uh, and you all see Dorothy uh, running towards her, towards the fire. May I? May I say? Uh, oh my yeah, God! Fuck. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Fuck. Dakota, okay. Dakota, like gets to her feet and just runs and picks up Dorothy and throws her over her shoulder. She took my flashlight, no! Dorothy, we can get another one, we have to go now. And Dakota starts running towards like the wall to start climbing with uh, Dorothy over her shoulder. Marley starts climbing with Walter on her shoulders as well. Um, it takes a while, a couple of minutes, um, 
by the time you make it out, uh, she has already like been in and out of here. Uh, the fire quickly spreads through this room, burning the last symbols of Rose's humanity along with it. The webbing, the bed, the dollhouse, this room, and everything in it is lost in smoke and ashes and cinders as you all climb your way all the way to the top, making your way out Uh, You find yourself on this hill in the middle of the woods and you barely escape before the fire reaches up towards there as well. You're on the grass, exhausted, taking in as much air as you can, having almost passed out from smoke inhalation, but you're out. And in the near distance, you can see Uh, the top of the Ferris wheel uh, from the Botanical Carnival. But here you all are, on this hill in the woods, watching as the smoke from this room rises out of the hole and dissipating into the air far above you. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.